You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. What were you doing at 20? Tell you what Dominguez is doing. He's had home runs after off of Justin Berlander. That's what he's doing at 20. Who's the artist here, Harvey? Um, by your text and the YouTube video, it says Go West. Okay. I was hoping I'd get that right. Yeah, things are getting easier for you. Now, it says here in the YouTube video, uh, something said uh, called Pretty Woman. Was that the name of the album or what was that? Can't be sure. It was a very long time ago. I think that's the Uh, name of the movie that the song was in, Pretty Woman. uh, Classic. Did you ever see the movie, Harvey, Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts? No, Pretty Woman here, 1990. Joe, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What do you mean, what are we going to do? Joe, you've seen the movie Pretty Woman. Yes, I have. I think. Thank we, you. I think what we might have to do is what Dave was threatening to do with RJ earlier in the week and just sit Harvey in a room and just play 90s movies and, and songs for him for like a week straight. Har- Harvey, it's a classic. I'll take your word for it. I'll watch it sometime. Uh, look, I could take I could take the slings and arrows all day long. I'm not gonna be subjected to this torture here. Joe, don't you think one of the classic scenes was when she was walking down Rodeo Drive, and she she you know Richard Gere gave her his credit card to go shopping, and she walked into the store on Rodeo Drive, and you know obviously in her, um, you know her street gear. <laughs> trying to think of a very PC way of saying it. And um, and they denied her to come in and shop. So she went somewhere else. She spent a boatload of money and then came back and opened up the door and said, huge mistake, huge mistake. Wasn't that like, I mean, that's, that's a classic. That's like one of the most, cla- right? Like a huge classic scene of movie history, don't you think? I would definitely say of 90s movies, that's probably on the short list of, Iconic scenes. Huge mistake. Huge. <laughs> uh, that or Cinda Epinrella. That was from that, that movie, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's that's also a pretty good one. Uh, 800-919-3776, the phone number. That's how you get in. Uh, Harvey, even though he could not pronounce Depeche Mode, actually came up with a great show question today. There you go. And... <laughs> Out of all, out of out of the games, especially the start of the, listen, the start of the season is going to be, it, it's brutal. It's brutal for the Jets. Let's be honest. Bills, at Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs, at the Denver Broncos, Eagles. And then I want to say their bye week is after that, right? So, out of the Bills, Patriots, and Chiefs, we're keeping in the AFC, what would be the most, what was the word you used? Not important, but the most... The statement win. The wow the win. The statement win. I, I know I know. a lot of people are going to say the Bills, 800-919-3776, but for me, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And here's why. Number one, Super Bowl champs. Number two, we are one, two, three. We, are, we will be four weeks into the season. So for me, at that point, like, Jets come out and they lose against the Bills... A lot, and and I do believe they're going to lose against the Bills, okay? But a big reason why is the Bills, they didn't lose anyone from their coaching staff. Do you guys know this? I came across an article 
Hold on one second. I've got so much paperwork here in front of me. Whenever I host a show, it's ridiculous. Um, so I came across this article. This is pretty amazing. Do you guys know that there are 16 new offensive coordinators in the NFL this season? 16! Not one, not two, not three, not four. Taking a page out of the LeBron book. Half Six- the league... Has a new defensive team. New offensive coordinators this season. Holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah, exactly. Anita, I have a question. On wait, that. L- wait, don't you want to know who these teams are? Well, or is it just so it's. I was saying that my question for clarification was 16 teams that change their offensive coordinators is half the league, correct? Just for clarification. Yeah, because there's okay. 32 teams. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Uh, Arizona. Baltimore, Carolina, Dallas, Denver, Houston, Indy, KC, the Chargers, the Rams, the Patriots, the Jets, the Eagles, the Bucks, the Titans, and Washington. 16. Half the league has new offensive coordinators. There are only three teams in the NFL that have offensive coordinators that are entering into their third year. You know who they are? The Saints, who I have winning their division. The Seattle Seahawks, who I have winning their division. And the Steelers, who I have going over their win total at eight and a half. I think the Steelers win nine games. Those are the only three teams in the NFL that have offensive coordinators who are entering into their third year. Marinate that, people. So, with that being said, I just think a lot of change with the Jets, few changes with the Bills. Week one, a lot to learn, a lot to digest, trying to execute, especially the offensive line that hasn't really been together all preseason long. I just think it's a tall task to ask. By the time the Jets get into week four, no excuses now. No excuses. They should be rolling on all cylinders. And barring that Aaron Rodgers is healthy and everybody's healthy and everything's good, to me, beating Kansas City Super Bowl champs, you know, Mahomes, Andy Reid, all of, the, all of that, all the things, to me, it would be Kansas City. That would be the statement win for me. What say you? 800-919-3776. Go to Ira in Staten Island. Ira, welcome in. And good afternoon, Anita. And by the way, pretty woman, that scene you just described, that, that's classic. I mean, oh, that was unbelievable. Yes, that amazing. it absolutely was. Thank Very. you. So getting into those three games, and you, everybody's going to have a different opinion. Your, the way you, you describe it, I, I can't disagree with you, and that would be the, the statement win. But at least in my mind, first of all, I'll sign up for two out of those three. You give me two out of, out of those three, it's good. I'd rather have my two division games, Buffalo and New England. But as crazy as this sounds, beating the Bills in Kansas City is a huge statement wins. But to me, because they've lost 14 straight to the Patriots and the Jets are the better team now, even though it's not as big of a statement win as beating the Bills and the Chiefs, they got to get their monkey off the the monkey off their back and beat the Patriots. It's 14 straight games they've lost to them. You believe that? 14 straight games? It's hard to believe. The last time they beat the Patriots was with Fitzpatrick, with Eric Decker catching that pass 
and then they went up to Buffalo and they didn't make the playoffs. Forty at seven straight years, they've yet to win a game against the Patriots. Unbelievable, Ira. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. 800-919-3776. Again, what's the statement win on this on this jet schedule? Right? Bills week one. I say Kansas City week four. No excuses by that point. Going up against the Super Bowl champs. Robert Sala, obviously, uh, you know, can't hold a candle to Andy Reid, which I believe a number of people truly believe. Maybe you feel it is the Eagles in week six. Could it be at Buffalo on their turf? Would that be more of a statement win? For this Jets team, I, I think it's definitely one of those. Let's go to Allen in Uniondale. Allen, welcome in. We got Allen? Hello? Hi. Hi. Hey, hey, Anita. How's it going? It's going. How are you? Welcome. Good afternoon. I'm good. I hope, I hope you're good. I hope Mama Me is good. I hope uh, the, the pets are going good, you know. Everything's <laughs> going well. And Thank you already you. know, next week is the uh, – so when, when are you going to start the fantasy? Uh, this Sunday? Tomorrow? No. So I, I'm off to, I'm off tomorrow. I'm heading down to, uh, to Asbury Park after the show today. Um, so I'll be away. I'm back Sunday. Um, so, 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 so our, so our, um, our New York game day show kicks off next Sunday. Okay. Uh, 7 to 8 a.m is fantasy mm-hmm. forecast, getting you ready for your fantasy football matchups. And then from mm-hmm. 8 to 11, Amani Toomer now a part of that show with Mike Tannenbaum and myself from 8 to 11 a.m., leading into all kinds of Jets pre-show content. Yeah, and, and, of course, and your, you all your Jets your, game right here at, on 90.7 ESPN. And what segment do you do your best picks? Because I was telling you all last year, and I made a lot of money. 74%. Yeah, what did, what did I I think I finished. I want to say. I want to say I finished seventy. I want to say I finished seventy one, seventy two, seventy two, seventy three percent last year with my with my locks of the week. Yeah, that I I I did I did well last season, Alan. We'll see if I can repeat. I don't know. That's a tall task. But but in regard to the jet schedule, what what do you feel would be this? Oh, did we lose him? We lost him. Sorry, Alan. Uh, we're, we're, we're <laughs> our show question right now is, you know, who's, wh- who's your statement win? What game is the statement win for the Jets this season on their schedule? Week one, kicking off right. Week one, home, bright lights, big stage, Monday night football against the Bills. I guess you can argue and say, why wouldn't that be a monumental statement win? Considering that they are coming in and and with with expecting some growing pains that the Buffalo Bills are not. Right? I don't know. I, Joe Harvey, what, what do you what do you feel the statement the statement win is for you? For me, it, I agree with Ira. It's the Patriots. Because you look at that schedule up to that point let's say they're one and one or two and oh really in a lot of Jets fans minds 
it's not going to be anything different until you beat New England, until you say we're not the same. And that win will tell all of Jets Nation we're not the same old Jets. This is different. We're going to be we're going to have a special season this year because could you imagine Anita if and I don't even want to put this out into the world but if New England beats the Jets in week 3 on the road in MetLife it would be well, horrible the sky would fall for a lot of Jets fans really if you okay, have Aaron Rodgers time out time out time out time out time out I can understand if you're talking about the Raiders I can understand if you're talking about the Falcons. I can understand if you're talking about the Texans. But the Patriots, you're still talking about Bill Belichick. They did bring in Bill O'Brien, who's one of the best offensive minds in the NFL. They have, they're going to have a top five, you can argue top seven, top five defense in the NFL. Right? Like Is that defense going to be better than the Jets, though? I don't think they're I don't I don't think their defense is going to be better than the Jets, but their defense is going to be very good leading the way with Matt Judon. They drafted Gonzalez who fell to them in the draft, ridiculous. I think I think Gonzalez is is a, a real good has a real good opportunity of winning defensive rookie of the year. Like I, I don't like I like I'm not looking at this Patriots team and going like, "Oh, they're horrible. God forbid the Jets lose to them." I I don't It'll it'll be the same old Jets. I don't it, think so. I, absolutely, I, I just... I, absolutely it will be. And again, the, the sky would fall. Even if you even if you start two and zero, even if you beat Buffalo and you beat Dallas, if you lose Week Three to the Patriots, Jet fans will just they're waiting for the other shoe to drop at all times. This will remind them of oh we're not supposed to have good things. We're Jet fans. It's the same old Jets. Nothing's going to change. We're never going to beat this team. Did you just did you just steal a, a line from Aaron Rodgers in Hard Knocks, episode four? Well, we're not the, the same old Jets line. No, he said he said <laughs> when he said this is why this is why we're not we we can't have good things. Did you didn't hear that? I thought that was really. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I know what you're, I know what you're talking about, but it's true. Like. And I, I don't want to feel this he was way. Ta- he, was ta- he was talking about the offensive line, pass protecting, and, he's, and he was saying, come on, guys, you, you, you've got to pass protect or we can't have good things. No, That's and, what he, and he's 100% yeah. right, but it really is, I think, at that state. Again, they could, they could beat whoever. They have to beat the Patriots. Have to, because that's the... That's the big brother. That's the the demon that cannot be slayed for the Jets is the Patriots. So I think, at least for Jet fans, if for non-Jet fans, if you want to go into Kansas City and, and go on the road and, and dominate the defending champs, all well and good. That makes a lot of headlines. That gets a lot of clicks on ESPN and on Twitter and probably leads all the shows on ESPN. But for Jet fans... It's week three circled in as dark of a red Sharpie as you could possibly have against the Patriots. Interesting. I mean, really, really, I I just. Here's the thing. And let me preface by saying. 
I do believe that this Jets I, I do believe that this Jets team is gonna be three and three at the end of the first six weeks. Okay. All right. I've got them beating the Broncos. I do have them beating the Patriots, and I have them beating the Cowboys. Okay. I have them losing to the Bills, I have them losing to the Chiefs, and I have them losing to the Eagles. Okay? So I have them three and three after the first three weeks. But I'm just saying this. There is a realistic probability that the Bills lose the first four games. Could you imagine if the Bills start 0 and, if, if, if the Jets start 0 and 4? There is a there is a possibility. I mean, these are good, these are good teams. These are te- I mean, these these games aren't going to be blowouts. These games aren't going to be a walk in the park, right? And again, let me preface, I don't want Jets fans, oh, Anita hates the Jets. No, I, I, I'm, I see them being 3-3, three and three, which, by the way, spoke to Dan Graziano this week, Kimberly Martin this week, Mike Tannenbaum this week, all in agreement with me. Jets fans, Jets organization should be thrilled if the Jets end up 3-3 three and three after the first six weeks of the season. Okay, so let's just let's shelf that. I'm not saying that this is going to happen. But this isn't a walk in the park. It's not an automatic, it's not like this is a, a, a Jets team that's starting the season against the Raiders, the Falcons, and the Texans. It's not the case. That's towards the end of the schedule. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So what do you say about that, Joe? You're saying, oh, you know, it doesn't matter if they're 3-3 three and three, as long as they beat the Patriots. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Who sings this, Harvey? Uh, again, by my sources, it says uh, Wilson Phillips here. Now I have a question for you. Do you know? Wait, wait, wait. Trivia question. Um, how many in the group were sisters? How many in the group were sisters? How many people were in the group? Uh, no, 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 no. 
Oh, you just I'm got, asking. I just got, I'm asking you the. Tri- I'm asking you the trivia question. Know, How many in the group were sisters? I know nothing about this group. I know never nothing. heard of this group. I'm gonna go with. What two. are you, Sergeant Schultz? Um, here's another one for you. Who in this group is married to a Baldwin brother? I like how you're just asking these questions without any knowledge for me. I will say, um, ooh. you know, let's have, don't be googling. I, I, I hear you Joe's googling. Watching. Joe's watching me. I'm not googling anything. Joey, better not be googling anything. His hands are not touching the keyboard. This yeah. is Stump Harvey. Uh, I'm not Dave Rothenberg. Just you know, clicking away. Um, I will say China. China Phillips is married to what Baldwin brother? I don't know the, the the Baldwin brothers here. Oh my gosh! How about Doug Baldwin, former NFL receiver? How about Billy that? Baldwin? Uh, golf Zone Social is an indoor golf simulator with twenty two hitting bays and a family friendly sports bar environment. It's the perfect place to tee it up for birthday parties, team building events, friendly get-togethers. Keep it locked to ESPN New York for your chance to score a one hundred dollar Golf Zone Social Hitting Bay reservation credit. Coming up later in today's show, it's all thanks to Golf Zone Social, the most social experience in golf. Cheers to food. Cheers to golf. Cheers to fun. Joe, you said you want to chime in. You, as a Jets fan, would not be happy at three and three. Seriously, dude, that's looking at that schedule. You said thrilled. I think that was your your correct terminology. Okay, that thrilled, Jet fans happy, would be thrilled. No, 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 shrilled, thrilled, whatever. and happy are two different. If you're thrilled. You are skipping down the street. You could. You don't have a care. Do in the you world. skip when you're happy? Do you skip? Sometimes. Okay, that's cute. But <laughs> I would be content with three and three, and I don't think I'm spoiled at all for saying that. I, because mediocrity, I'd be content with, especially given the how hard that first six weeks are. I would be very content, borderline happy, not thrilled. I'm not counting. You know, here we come to the playoffs. Because if you're three and three, yes, the back half of that schedule is Cupcakeville. But if you slip up, you could be under 500. And I know at that point, Rogers would probably do his patented R E L A X, but 500 is not breeding confidence. I let's go to Lou and Wayne. Uh, Lou, welcome in. Good afternoon. Happy Labor Day weekend to you. Happy Labor Day weekend to you as well. Um, quick, uh, two actually two things. I am a Giants fan. I'm a diehard Giants fan, but I I'm also since a little kid, I've been a Rogers fan for the longest. So having Rogers here in New York is actually a big plus in everything. Um, the Giants. It's a historic. Uh, franchise, so they speak for themselves. Um, but I'm just happy both teams are actually going to do really good this year. They have pieces. They're contending for a championship. Hey, hopefully, we saw the Yankees and Mets do it. That hopefully, the Jets and Giants might meet each other in the Super Bowl. We don't know. We will find out when season comes and goes. We'll see. Anyways, um, you guys were talking about if the Jets were went three and three. It's not a bad record nor a good record. It's still above 500 or at 500. But with the power they have, they seem a better team uh, like the Giants. They have a better quarterback. Now, say a little better defense. 
even though our defense had uh, added a, a better pieces to it now. Um, to get to the point is to, to, for the Jets to be serious and to open up some eyes, I feel like they're going to have to go undefeated or at, or at least uh, have one loss. That's my take on it. What do you think about it? Thank you for taking uh, you got it. Listen, I, I've been telling you how I how I feel about it. I would I would be shrilled. I'd be excited. I would be happy. I would be skipping if I'm a, J- a Jets fan and this team goes three and three with the first six weeks of the season. Okay, that's how I feel about it. This isn't a cakewalk. This is a gauntlet. This is difficult. This isn't going to be easy. They could get through the first six weeks of the season three and three. Boy, easy sledding the rest of the way. Easy sledding the rest of the way. Let's go to Tom in the Bronx. Tom, you're up. Hey, Anita, how are you doing today? Happy Labor Day weekend. Same to you, Tom. Thank you. So I got two, I got two points here. I'm going to say what the biggest win will be in the first three weeks and what the statement win would be. If the, Jets were, if the Chiefs were to come into MetLife Stadium, and the Jets were able to beat them, obviously that would be the biggest win knocking off the world champs. However, the statement win for me, where I would say this is no longer the same old Jets, the Jets have beaten 30 out of 31 teams in the NFL. The one team in their history that they've never beaten is the Philadelphia Eagles. If we're able to beat the Eagles and then finally be able to say that we've actually beaten Every team in the NFL, after being around since 1960, for me, that will say that this team is no longer the same old Jets and we're actually on the path to becoming a a reputable franchise. Thank you so much. You're going to hang up and listen. You got it. Interesting, guys. Um, and, and, And a lot of really good points to be made here, right? If you're saying the Bills week one is the is the signature win because the Jets are coming in with so many changes, the Bills are not. I, I hear you. Um, the Patriots, because of the long history of losing to the Patriots, which Joe feels strongly about, I hear you. I say Kansas City, reigning Super Bowl champs, a team that doesn't miss a beat. You can argue, with all due respect to Robert Sala, um, I've become a fan, especially if you watch Hard Knocks, but Andy Reid uh, is one of the best coaches in the NFL. And then now our previous caller just said, uh, the Eagles. You can make an argument, uh, and I think all these arguments are, are very substantial in regard to um, uh, what would be the signature win, especially the first six weeks of the season. Let's go to Juan in Jersey City. Juan, welcome in. Yes, how you doing, Anita? First time calling, long time listening. I think the first game of the week against the Bills is the most important game. We need to utilize the run game more. Um, our history tells back with Curtis Martin. I mean, I can name numerous running backs that had successful seasons as a Jet. I think we should utilize the running game more with Dalvin Cook now that we are. Yeah, and and sorry, Juan, we've we've got uh, some connection issues with you. Apologize, but uh, but understand your statement, and I think we will. Like, I think we're going to hear it, and everything. Again, I, I had Dan Graziano on earlier this week. Um, and in Kimberly Martin as well, talking about the Jets and what the expectation is. Dan Graziano is going to be on the sideline for that Dallas uh, Giants game, but obviously, again, has his finger on the pulse of the Jets as well. 
Um, I think we're going to get a heavy dose of Dalvin Cook to start the season, and then we're going to work in uh, Brees Hall. Want to be careful with him, considering he's only 10 months post-ACL reconstruction. So I I think we're going to get a nice one-two punch, maybe a 70-30 split, Dalvin Cook slash Brees Hall. So I think that that is something that is on the horizon for sure. Uh, Quick break. We come back. We're going to hear from Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network. We're going to take a look around the uh, week one, first slate of games, what we like, what we've already gone to the window on, um, because we are only five. Can we just marinate in this for a minute? We are folks, people, men, women, children. We are only five days away from the NFL season kicking off. Can you believe it? Kansas City and the Detroit Lions. Dan Rather, Harvey. Dan Rather. More to come. 98.7 ESPN. When you're happy, do you skip? Sometimes. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Big shout out to Jason Dominguez hitting his first home run at his first at-bat. Youngest in the history of the Yankees organization. 20 years and 206 days old. That's what we're talking about today. What were you doing when you were 20? Just marinating that. Surely not hitting home runs off of Justin Verlander. So big shout out to him. Uh, 800-919-3776, the phone number, taking your calls. Uh, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN, talking all things NFL Week 1 and uh, and looking at, at what's going on uh, with, uh, with the lines in the slate, getting you ready for Week 1. Uh, game one, less than five days. Detroit going up against Kansas City. Kansas City is favored by six and a half. My play here is I like the over 54. I think a lot of points are going to be scored in this matchup. Cynthia Freeland, what say you? I like a Travis Kelsey touchdown. The mm-hmm. Lions are notoriously bad against tight ends. And I think when I'm looking at this one and like who's going to start at linebacker, it's What's going on in that middle third of the field? I just think it is Travis Kelsey touchdown time, baby. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, you know, I, I said this I said this earlier. I think it's, for me, I, I don't really go crazy in regard to, like, the amount of money I spend gambling no. on the NFL season until at least week four. I, I just, I feel like, we need the first three weeks to play out until we really have a good grip on these teams' identities and, and how well or how poorly right. they're going to play. Right. My, my time frame is, is three weeks. Is that, is that yours? Is yours less? Is it more? How do you feel about that? Well, I'm like a math person, right? So, like, four weeks is usually about it because, you know, you got about, like, you know, between 50 and 60 plays, like, on each side of the ball. So, for me, I like to get it up over 200. So, it usually takes about four games, just, you know, in general. But three so, games is probably fine, too. <laughs> so, so you're saying four games. I'm saying three games. Yeah. I mean, uh, but potato, potato at this point. Right. Right. But but I, I will say this. There, there are quite a few games that I've already gone to the window on. Uh, one is being the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, this line opened up at three and a half. It moved to four. It moved to four and a half. It's all up to five now. Going up against the Indianapolis Colts. I'm sure a big reason why. No Jonathan Taylor. Uh, more so for me, I'm just not a big fan uh, or believer in Anthony Richardson 
right now. I think I look at him very similar to Trey Lance. Not a lot of experience at University of Florida. Game's going to move really fast for him. I think the offense is going to be very vanilla. Uh, and this Jacksonville Jaguars defense isn't half bad. I, I see Jacksonville like blowing the Colts out of the water. So I, I yeah. this might be my favorite play. I'm going to lay the five with the Jacksonville. I mean, even I yeah. might even I, I would even play this up to six and a half. Cynthia, the over-under is yeah. at 45. What say you? Yeah, I completely agree. Look, it's not to, like, disparage Anthony Richardson because it's not really his fault. Like, this mm-hmm. is kind of a mess, right? Like, you know, the Jonathan Taylor situation being what it is. When your GM comes out and says, and I quote, this sucks, like, that's not great, right? So, you know, it's not really Anthony Richardson's fault. I'm with you that I think their learning curve is going to be, you know, this is not the game to – think that he's going to get it all down he only had 13 starts in florida so i'm with you i think more than a touchdown is very reasonable however i will say like if you are a colts fan you know the things to look for that are good signs are perhaps like you know understanding how to take care of the ball right don't taking you know not taking sacks or not necessarily like interceptions like like taking care of the football so it's just a different quotient for what you're looking for but at the end of the day it's like you know it's the the, the final score is going to i feel like the the jags here have a significant advantage especially because the question for the jags for me is a lot about their o-line especially without camera uh cam robinson excuse me at the left tackle position and i don't think they have anyone that's going to really challenge that in this matchup Another game I've already gone to the window on is the Washington Commanders at home at seven under. The over/under is at thirty-nine. Sell out crowd, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going up against an Arizona Cardinals team that dare I use the word tanking this season, right? <laughs> Dobbs expected to be the starting quarterback. They cut Colt McCoy. They don't have Murray. They traded a number of players. Uh, as they got closer to the cut line in regard to their starting roster. Um, This is an Arizona Cardinals team. They're on the clock for next season more than they are um, preparing for a Washington Commanders team. So I love Washington here. I got them at six and a half. They're now at seven. Would not be surprised if this line goes to seven and a half at kickoff, if not more. Yeah. What say you? Yeah. Oh, I think it's probably closer to like nine or ten even. Mm-hmm. I, the, the, you know, can you please tell me what it means when the coach was like, did you arrive on the bus or did you drive yourself? Like, I was like, well, sometimes you drive yourself and sometimes we take the bus. Like, I didn't understand that whole idea that he, you know, Jonathan Gannon was saying about that. But, right. you know, it was, it, was, it was actually pretty funny. But, I mean, I think what he was trying to say is, like, are you part of the team or are you, like, an individual? I don't, I actually, I'm not even 100% sure. But, Um, this is a team where if you getting O linemen this late in the game, like things are, are, are a mess. And if you're claiming O linemen off waivers after the 53 gets set for other teams, like this is just like they, they, they're, I don't know if they're necessarily tanking, but they're certainly not like taking this season as the one where they're, you know, I don't think Jonathan Gannon is saying, Hey, Mr. Bidwell, um, will you judge me on this, on this season? Right. I think he's saying, Let's, like, you know, figure out the key positions that we need to figure out and then, like, build around that for next year. So, um, (laughs) 
In fact, uh, so so in 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 a number of my fantasy football drafts, uh, I, I I don't typically carry two two defenses, uh, but I but I've been drafting two defenses because I, I who doesn't want to play the Commanders week one against Arizona? Right. I right. Mean, I I'm with you. I'm with you, and I also want to play Antonio Gibson because he feels like the type of running back that Eric Bieniemy is going to like be like go like because you know i think there was something like you know he was said he, he was said to be coaching them hard and antonio gibson was like i like that i like that you're coaching us hard and so for me that means in this situation especially if you're potentially going to be having such a, a commanding lead pun intended then mm-hmm. i want antonio gibson in this matchup for sure I hear you. Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Probably one of my favorite bets. I don't know if we're going to agree here is the Pittsburgh Steelers at home plus two and a half um, with the 49ers coming to town. Listen, I know how good that defense is. I know what, how great they look on paper, but here's the thing, Cynthia, I want to have this conversation with you. How is it that in this day and age, 31 teams passed up on Brock Purdy seven times. How the <laughs> heck did that happen? Some of them more than that. I mean, some of them had way more picks than just seven. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm just saying seven rounds. Uh, yeah, yeah no, but you're I'm, right. Uh, there there were a number of teams that had, you know, more than one pick in, in certain picks. rounds. Right. Exactly, exactly. exactly. So how, how did that happen? How did that happen? I mean, my bigger problem with the 49ers is that Mike McGlinchey is now a Denver Bronco. And O-lines actually really matter a ton. And especially early in the season. Like, if you had to say, and, and I've done a ton of math on this, you had to look at one thing that was like, hey, what's the biggest predictor of success? And O-lines actually, like, really, really matter in that case, right? So that's more my problem because this, this defensive front against that O-line feels a little bit more ominous than maybe a different game would, right? If they, if the Niners were playing, let's call it the Rams, even I love Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald notwithstanding, but the rest of that Rams defense isn't scary. So that would feel a little different, right? Than if you're playing, uh, you know, TJ Watt, um, you know, like the entire front that the Steelers are able to put out <laughs> like every single year. Like they have like the craziest front seven and, that seems a little dicey for me. I'm with you. Oh, wow. Well, that's great. That makes me feel better. You. It might um, be one of my... have the Giants upsetting the Cowboys? Because I do. I'm not there yet. Wait a minute. You, you've, oh, okay. you, you, okay. you've already okay. fast-forwarded okay. to the last chapter of this book. What are you doing? What are you doing? We're not... We're not... Choose your own adventure, you know? We're All right. Let's go there. Uh, yeah. So this might be my second favorite play, and that is the Giants. Uh, the Giants are at home. They're a three-point dog. I'm going to play them. I'm going to buy the hook. I'll buy them up to plus three and a half. I'm also going to play them on the money line at plus 140. Yes. I think, I think they upset the Dallas Cowboys uh, on Sunday night. I'm not going to be very popular in Dallas, but mm. I actually have Dallas missing the playoffs because the Giants steal their spot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And part of that is because of this week one game. If you look at those moves, um, Boogie Basham, a uh, really good pass rusher. This mm-hmm. guy's tricky. And they already, we're already good up front. So you're, like, getting more value in an area of extreme need. Then you had Isaiah Simmons. And, look, 
I understand that Arizona didn't necessarily know how to use Isaiah Simmons, but go back and watch his Clemson film. Go Google it, all you Giants fans. And he literally played like seven or eight different positions. This guy is a multi-tool kind of guy. You know what Wink likes to do? Blitz! All the Giants do is blitz. And you know what Isaiah Simmons is going to be really helpful in? The blitz. So for me, this one's like, hey, sneak attack. We all know Micah Parsons is good. Already been good. Got it. Understood. They've got some good pieces on their defense. I love a good Dan Quinn defense, but I think that I'm actually going to give the advantage to the Giants. I ran all my models. The Giants straight up beat them in my models. How about that? Giants straight up beating the Dallas Cowboys Fine, uh, on Sunday night football. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the same thing. I've already gone to the window, got them at plus three and a half, and got them on the money line at plus 140. Last but not least... Uh, the Jets going up against the Buffalo Bills. Now, this line, very interesting. Opened at one. It's jumped up to one and a half. It's now at two and a half. The Buffalo Bills favored two and a half here in New York against the Jets. I just I just don't think that this is the game that's going to suit the Jets and that offensive line well just to start off the season. Yeah. I, I think that there's going to be some growing pains here. A lot yeah. of these guys learning this new system. I just, I, I think this is going to be some tough sledding for the Jets. So I, I like the Bills at minus two and a half. Uh, I think this is going to be a close game. I wouldn't play it at three, but at two and a half, I'll take the Bills. Which, by the way, full disclosure, I already went to the window with them at one, one and a half. Oh, well, good for you for getting that. But look, I, I'm with you. Look, I, I, I would love it if Von Miller playing to feel a little bit more certain about this, but here are the pieces of the Bills defense that are different from last season. Number one, both safeties are back. Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, they're back. Number two, Tredavious White, who wasn't 100% at maybe any point last season, he's back to 100%. So now you've got three of the four starting kind of defensive backs that are more different. I mean, you know, better from last season, right? And number two, you have a different defensive coordinator. The, you know, Sean McDermott is now going to be the head coach and also the defensive play caller. And what I really think he's going to do is not necessarily always play five defensive backs. Like if you, they played over 94% of the time, five defensive backs last season. So teams knew what they were looking at. They knew kind of what they were going to see, but I don't necessarily think it's going to look like that this season. They've got some questions at certain positions at linebacker with Tremaine Edmonds now in Chicago that is going to change the way that that, that looks the, the different looks and the different formations look like. So especially week one, when I don't know necessarily the chemistry, the pass catchers with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I look, I, I know we saw it on, on hard knocks or whatever, but if you don't have a lot of time, remember last season when Aaron Rodgers didn't have a lot of time and through week eight, he was like the guy leading the league and passes thrown at or behind the line of scrimmage. So we do know he will do that, but I don't know. Like, I just don't think this, this ain't it. This ain't the game where you're going to get like the full Aaron Rodgers Jets effect yet. You need to give it a few more weeks to get, kind of get the full effect going. I hear you. Nice to know that we are uh, both on the same page. Cynthia Freeland joining us here. We are so aligned. We are so aligned, which is very nice. Makes me, uh, I'm going to sleep well tonight. Uh, 800-919-3776, the phone number if you want to get on board. Cynthia, before we let you go, 
Um, is there a futures bet out there that you like? So, for example, one of my favorite futures bets is the Pittsburgh Steelers over, I want to say it's seven and a half or eight and a half wins. I think it's seven yep. and I think it's seven and a half, I want to believe. Um, Nine is, that is like very, that's, it'd be weird to think other than. Yeah, so that's that's yeah. one of my that's one of my favorite futures bets that is out there. Is uh, is, no, it's eight, is I'm sorry, it's it's eight and a half. So the Pittsburgh Steelers eight, over eight, under nine. eight Doesn't and a matter. half. Yeah, great. Nine is is the number. So yeah. you know one that I really like that I feel like people are sleeping on, and I feel like the value is absolutely there, is the Seahawks to make it to the playoffs, and the mm-hmm. Seahawks actually Seahawks to appear in the Super Bowl is a very interesting bet. Think about the NFC just in general, right? Eagles have a really hard schedule. The Eagles were there obviously last year, and the Niners, people are like, oh, it's going to be like Niners and Chiefs. That's like everybody's Super Bowl bet. My Super Bowl bet, yeah, well, it's Seahawks and Bills, which is very interesting. That is I, interesting, Seahawks. which um, – I like the Seahawks. I do too, which, by the way, I have them winning the division now. Um, I have them. I have them winning the division over the 49ers, which I'm looking at the odds right now. So you could get them at plus 230. Seattle Seahawks winning the Perfect. NFC West over the 49ers. 49ers are favored at minus 190 with a quarterback that 31 teams passed up on them uh, more than <laughs> seven times. At least seven times. Some teams even more than seven times. Um, <laughs> Uh, so give me give me the Seattle Seahawks to win the NFC West at plus like 230. It. I do like that that futures bet as well. And folks, uh, you've got a good six days to get these in before, of course, the NFL season kicks off. Cynthia, always great having you join us on the program. Uh, we're, we're just so blessed. And uh, I love you so much, girl. Thank you so much. I love you so much. And you know what? I think people at home need to know just like how good of an actual human being and friend you are. So I just want to make sure like, Double, triple say it. Like, this is a real one. Like, who you are hearing on this radio here is, like, the actual human being who you hear, like, in real life. Actually, Aww. even better in real life, but, you know, you know, so people are like, very nice on the radio and mean in real life. Like, you're, like, even nicer <laughs> than far. You're so sweet. Uh, have a fantastic Labor Day weekend, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye, babe. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Again, somebody pinch me. It is going to be here before we know it. The football season. And then, but guys, isn't, isn't this true? Like, this is what happens. Like, don't you look back on the year and be like, oh my God, I feel like that first Thursday night game between Kansas City and the Detroit Lions was right here. I feel like it just happened yesterday. And we're talking about the Super Bowl, right? Don't you feel that way? Like, don't you feel like, can't believe it. Finally here, game one of the NFL season, and then I feel like each and every year we get to the point where um, we're on the precipice of the Super Bowl, and we're like, oh, my God, it just feels like that Thursday night game was yesterday. So just the football season is so great. I don't know about you. My life changes immensely, but I'm not complaining about it. I I do love it. Uh, We come back. We'll kick off hour number three. As always, uh, Mike Wiz. Joe, sorry, Mike Wiz. Joe Wiz uh, joins us. Where'd that come from? Joe Wiz joins us on the program with his picks and his plays. He's got, I'm sure, week one of the college football season, getting everybody ready, hopefully helping us win some money. That next here on 98.7 ESPN.